you are a barbarian. Every town has an Elm Street. You know, when family and friends get together, there can also be a lot of drinking and drugging, and that's why it's so important to pick your friends the part you party. You know what I'm saying. Meow. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Ghosts and goblins. Yeah, used to be shithouse. It's a good change. Got to catch the red eye. Welcome to Comic Con's podcast, Geek Podcast for the rest of us. Who are the motherfucking rest of us? Well, the folks that are just trying to dredge it down into the dirt and not make sure we offend anyone. So let's keep it PC on this show and not offend anyone. <laughs> My name is Nick Stevens and I'm your host. But in a way, aren't we all trying for the simp life? And joining me on the ZWM Box V50 is Miss Lauren Izzo and Jenny Zell. Thank you for having us back. Always Thanks love for coming. being here. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for thanks for not coming all over the simp life, you know? Too soon? <laughs> a little cum sesh. Cum sesh. A little cum sesh. Hashtag cum sesh. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to offend anyone. That's gonna, that's <laughs> right out of the no. gate. Clean it up. Who would be? Come on. <laughs> it is It is very great to see both of you. It's been, you know, it's it, we we may or may not have waxed rhapsodically at the top of this show about all kinds of things. Um, I don't know if we're going to throw the whole shebang in there or the shaboo or how, whatever they call it now, the kids are calling it. But uh, it's just so good to see. You know, it's like this, we got this little fellowship going on, you know? I like it. Yeah. It's, good, it's good connecting, you know? It feels good every time. I'm miles away. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I love having you guys on. Yeah. It's like... It's like one mind, you know, and we put our minds together and we we go to a place in 1989 where maybe they shot a whole movie on a lot and we <laughs> and we admire the simplicity of things. And I just want to say this and just before we get into what this movie is about, how many of you when you watch this movie go, man, I kind of want to live in that neighborhood. I I, absolutely. That's wanna... a yes. nice neighborhood. It's not bad, right? It's nice. I mean, and you just have one creepy house with no right. lawn. I mean, <laughs> that's not bad at all. They don't even have like a broken down, beat up truck in their front yard. Mm-mm. I have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> the homeowners association looks like they're doing their job. Um, I don't know. Even even Corey Feldman is just hanging out inexcusably by himself in that house painting. His, uh, I was wondering, and I was wondering, and I actually paused the movie and was like, where the hell are his parents? And then his girlfriend asked about his parents, and he says, oh, they're out of town till Thursday. Yeah. Oh, and I never caught that. Answer. Yeah. We were trying to figure this out the entire movie, and then he like, let it slip. He's like, oh, yeah, they're they're on vacation. Like, everybody yeah. was on spring break that week. Yeah, That's embarrassing. Till Thursday. Yeah. I've been, I've, that's embarrassing because I've seen this movie a zillion times and never picked up on that. <laughs> it's when the when he's when the girlfriend is first over his house, 
And he's like, no, we're setting up the chairs on the porch. This is going to be way better than anything on TV. Is, oh, yeah, this is real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. she's like, well, what What about your parents? And he's like, they won't be home till Thursday. They won't be home till Thursday. 1989 was such a beautiful year. I, I remember it fondly. I was about seven or eight, and I saw some of my most favorite movies in this year, including Batman, of course, but... I mean, I could go down a whole fucking list of things that came out in 1989, but I just know in my heart of hearts everything from, like, I think the first Naked Gun to, like, oh, God, uh, so many things that are celebrating their 35th anniversary this year that I've already probably talked about ad nauseum on the show. But <laughs> it's just that eighty, that late 80s to early 90s to mid 90s is just such a magical time for me. And I mm -hmm. think it just has like, I mean, obviously there's been great stuff that came out since, but sure, just that. Well, do you think a lot of it is your age? Like yeah. that's like the Probably. age when that stuff hit, you know? Yeah. I think so. That's seven or eight, like seven or eight through 10, 11, 12, you know, you just kind of coming up. just magic. You start downloading stuff in your head, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and this is one of those movies. I saw this on VHS. My mom just randomly rented this and... And it just became like ingrained in my in my in my head up there in the file room with everybody working, you know. Everybody knows this movie up there. Everybody knows this movie, and I always remembered Bruce Dern, even though God forbid he's a phenomenal actor and done amazing dramatic roles. But this was the movie I always associated with. Like, no, you're Rumsfeld. You'll always be Rumsfeld. <laughs> I always think of him as being really, really old. Yes. And I forgot that he was young. But even here, he mm. looks old. He yes. does look old. But he's still like, oh, that's Bruce Dern. He's young. He is young. He takes his shirt off a couple times, and you're like, hey, Bruce, not bad. Not bad, Bruce. You know? <laughs> no wonder that Wendy Shaw got, you know, married you. You know? No tan lines this morning. You know? <laughs> that's a line that I remembered from my childhood and did not understand at the time. Same. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Only yeah. until, like, recently, I was like, Oh, <laughs> you guy, you, you got that kid's a meatball. Now, was he referring to Meatballs, the movie? I could not figure that out. Yeah, I feel like no. this was a slang term lost to time. Mm, I agree. I didn't know if it was like a tongue-in-cheek kind of reference to Meatballs. Get it, guys? We're Meatballs at camp. We, it's voyeurism. We spy on girls. Is no. that what that meant? <laughs> I, I thought, you know, I don't know that I never saw meatballs. That's the whole movie. It's like they're at a camp and they're spying on girls and like gratuitous nudity and like. I you knew know, it was a lot of gratuitous nudity you know. and stuff. It was, and you know, like, 80s nudity. The only thing they didn't do was put glory holes in there. <laughs> you know, that's how extreme it was. I'm serious. Ah, uh, the 80s. And the I think glory that's. Holes were just rampant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's. What is... So wait, why did meatball mean voyeur? I think that's I, I in my mind I was like it's a tongue in cheek reference to Meatballs the movie because in the okay. movie Meatballs they're all pervs gotcha. so he was making that tongue in cheek reference to the movie and maybe but... Meatball meant perv at that time. Okay, so um, the dictionary defines Meatball as slang, an awkward, clumsy, or ineffectual person. Well, he's definitely very ineffectual. Like yeah, Meatball <laughs> Ron. Yeah, Meatball Ron. <laughs> Let me get a side of. Dong Chong, Ray Dong Chong. <laughs> Put in some noodles, commando. No, anybody? Um, 
<laughs> All right, so the Comic-Con Creeper tracks you both down. Let's say you both are hanging out. You can be hanging out at Lauren's house or Jenny's house. You pick the venue. The Comic-Con Creeper just kind of sneaks in, okay? Maybe you guys are snuggled up on a couch. You just had a pillow fight in your pajamas, of course. That's what girls do. Mm-hmm. We do that um, all the time. You're a little Every hot and sweaty. You're about to, you know, get to kiss each other. And then Comic-Con yes, come, comes in and goes, Wait, uh, before this uh, gratuitous uh, lesbian scene, uh, tell me, what's the burbs about? Jenny, you take this. Okay. <laughs> Why do I always get burdened with this? <laughs> okay. So there... There's a street with some people living on it. <laughs> it looks like your average American street. It does. You no, know, just suburban neighborhood. And uh, you quickly get the sense that there's something dark afoot on this street. Um, and the nosy neighbors go to investigate, as they do. And, you know, hilarity ensues. Hilarity as they, ensues. Um, continue becoming more and more nosy. <laughs> The Karens. The Karens take over the street. That's it. This is the precursor yeah. to the Karens. Yeah. 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 That is um that is a very apt description of this whole thing. And if and if phrase are written down any other way, I mean when you say it like that on paper, it sounds like what a bunch of assholes. Just leave these neighbors alone. Yeah. You know? And I guess we do have a little bit of that back and forth with our main character and his wife, you know. Mm-hmm. Ray Peterson and his wife, played by the beautiful Carrie Fisher in this movie. God, God rest what her a, soul. God rest her soul. Uh, what a stunner in this movie. And, mm-hmm. and, and i got to tell you, sometimes the way her and Ray fight in this movie is kind of like how me and Jen fight sometimes, you know? Like, what? Oh. What now, huh? What do you mean? What's that supposed to mean? And then she just slays me, and I have to, like, sit there and take it and be like, all right, yeah, you're right. I did kind of say that. And it's over the most mundane shit in the movie. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you woke up late or whatever. I don't remember what it was, but, like, it's... Oh, right. just do something. God. Right. right. Okay, I'll clean the grill, whatever. He's up He's up early watching the dog poop. He's, she goes, that's nice. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He woke up early on his vacation, and she's right. like, you're just going to go back to work. Right. So the underlying issue here is that Ray is a workaholic who can't Appar- relax. I guess so. I guess so. It, she wants to go to the lake. He just wants to hang out at the house, but then he doesn't want to do anything. He's letting his neighbor buddy pull him into drama. She doesn't like him having a cigar when he goes out to pretend to walk the dog. Mm. Okay, so it's not so much like me and Jen. <laughs> but maybe I'm thinking it maybe I'm thinking it like I was a little um agoraphor- agoraphobic in a way. Not that he's agoraphobic, but kinda like you know, not, you know, laying around in the pajamas and he hadn't gotten out of the house. And when he did get out of the house, it was just to spawn the neighbors. Because I feel like, you know, I've been teleworking and moving to a new town and I'm kind of yeah. up here in the hills, you know, I'm up here in the, towards the mountains. And, uh, and I feel like there's definitely, if I don't like force myself to leave the house, like make myself go run an errand, I can catch myself just staying at home all day and being like, oh, the walls are starting to cave it. What's that guy doing across the street? Did he bring his trash cans in? Why didn't he bring his trash cans in? You know, mm-hmm. just peering through the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys get that, but you can definitely like, I gotta snap out of this. I've been. How long is that car gonna be parked there? What are they doing here? Who's who drives that car? I've never seen it before. Right. Yeah. I don't leave my house day. for like days on end. <laughs> Dude, doesn't it like? And when you finally do, you're like, huh. Yeah, like I forget how to drive sometimes. I'm like, right. okay, so I do this this thing here, right. 
and that makes it go back. Okay, cool. Got it. <laughs> it's uh, it's a slippery slope. So I, I guess when I, when I say I was relating to them, it was more like how she's like trying to get him out of the house for a lake. But I also kind of feel him, you know, traffic. You got that traffic, you know, it's a, it, it totally yeah. demotivates. Who wants to you, take, you know? who wants to deal with traffic trying to get to the, to the lake, to the lake mm -hmm. and the guy like, with the head. You know, I feel that way when I want to go to the beach for sure. Yeah, You know, you know, because the process. Yeah. Well, like I get, I have fun when I get there, but it's like, Oh my God, I'm going to have to sit in that traffic. That is Just... not going to be relaxing. No, you just can't. That's the problem. We just we need to all teleport. That's right. Mm -hmm. you know? Right. But um, I think I just love this neighborhood because you have, even though he's supposed to be annoying, Ray Duckerman, Dekoman. How do you pronounce his last name? He plays a uh, Walt, his neighbor. Um, have you said? Yeah, I don't know how to how to rest pronounce in peace. His last name. Oh, did he die too? Yeah, diabetes complications. Oh. I mean, he was kind of older even when this movie was filmed, so. He was. Know. Yeah. But he's one of my favorite characters of the whole movie. He, he eats while I'm eating on the podcast. He eats <laughs> nonstop throughout the movie. Yes. If, you, if you catch he's him. He's always looking for food. Yes. He's in the fridge. Why don't like we go he's down in the... Walter's fridge looking for food. When he they're already like, had Walter's a... been kidnapped. Walter's dead. And he goes starts eating. He's in Ray's house. And he had just loaded up a plate of breakfast. Yeah. And then and he's, he's eating and... ribs. <laughs> He was very much, I felt like, a stand-in for Dan Aykroyd. Mm. Like, it felt to oh. me like the casting notes were Dan Aykroyd type. Oh, interesting. And then this guy showed up. Yeah, they couldn't afford him. Yeah. I'm glad you, I'm glad well, you brought up the gonna, casting. Yeah, how are you going to afford Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks? Right, because Tom Hanks was like... So coming off a of big, coming off of the money pit. Um, What else? Drag Actually... It? Absolutely, no. right then. We know he came off a of big in the money pit because uh, Jenny has that trifecta. She's got that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's got Fucking the bundle. Fucking $10. <laughs> <laughs> Which all of those are great movies. Yeah. yeah. And Dragnet's I, okay. I love Dragnet. Dragnet's I mean, of, fun. It's of fun. those three, that's the weakest one, though. I Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I forget sometimes that Tom Hanks was like a solid comedic actor starting mm -hmm. out. Like, he didn't do... You know Wilson and 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 shaky hands uh, saving Ryan until like you know years down the road, you know, and then you see him in these dramas, you're like, holy shit, he's a solid actor. But then he started off doing a lot of like funny, I wouldn't bachelor would you... party. There you go, slapstick, bosom brothers. You know, didn't he play a comedian with Sally Field in that one movie? What was that yes, other movie? Yes, funny people. Punchline. Oh yeah, punchline. Right. <laughs> We well, were just talking about this because we were trying to figure out what is the worst Tom Hanks movie. What is the worst Tom Hanks movie? <sighs> the, the one only... where he was in the airport. No, oh, it's like not that, that bad. Oh, bad. The like terminal's that. not that. You didn't like his like voice. Him. You didn't like his voice. I don't remember. I just thought it was like over it. the top. Did he have like a Borat voice? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was like a Borat lived in an airport for six months. <laughs> Lady Killers yeah. is, is kind of rough but has some good moments. I don't know that one. He's like, and we'll eat waffles. I don't remember that one at all. And he has the Kentucky Fried mustache, and then uh, J.K. Uh, J.K. Rowling, Jesus, <laughs> J.K. Rowling shows up for a good time. J.K. Oh, Simmons, J.K. Simmons has uh, irritable bowel syndrome. Uh, Marlon Wayans shows up for a good time. It's a heist movie. 
Cohen Brothers movie. Um, I might need to see this. Yeah, <laughs> that Lady sounds really good. Lady Killers. He looks like the Colonel from KFC without the white hair. Okay. And wow. he's doing over the top. We'll all have waffles. And then the the old lady that they're they're burying. They're like digging a tunnel to get to a, a casino. Let's just talk about Lady Killers for five minutes. Okay. They're digging a tunnel <laughs> to get to a casino, and it's out the back of this old black woman's house. Which is important to note, and I had to say her race because throughout the movie she goes, left my wallet in El Segundo. You know, the whole movie she's upset ah! with the state of rap music, which is just Tribe, which which is hilarious now because Tribe was actually like very poetic and lyrical. And, oh, you know, yeah. By art rap. Exactly. Yeah. But for her, it's like, left my wallet in El Segundo, you know, which is very important to, you know. And uh, and yeah, it's it's great. It's actually pretty good. Now I think we need to do it for the podcast. But... I think it had some rough moments as a Tom Hanks vehicle. Mm-hmm, um, okay. But I don't know. I don't think he's ever done a bad, bad movie. Even Joe versus the Volcano God is, is one of my favorite. Listen, I said this. I said the Burbs was my second favorite. Joe versus Volcano is number one. Oh, it's just, it's just Volcano. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I said God in there. But um, yeah, I love that movie. When he's like, these lights, these lights. It's yes. It's juices, you know? <laughs> um. Is that a Joe Dante movie also? Because Joe Dante did this one. He did The Burbs. Oh, I know what the worst one is. You've got huh. mail. Yeah, that one's uh, pretty bad. That pretty movie's good, yeah. awful. But Chappelle yeah. shows up for a good time. Oh, I don't remember him in it. Yeah, you had a couple lines. <laughs> is Sleepless in Seattle a good one? I like Sleepless in Seattle. Okay. It's, it's corny. It's cheesy. It's yeah. rom-com. Right. It but... is a rom-com, which just sets the bar for... You know, it's at least cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it's uh, a but I think as far as like the um the story goes, it's there. It's sweet, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I, I thought that um you've got mail, somebody just had this idea to put him and Meg Ryan in another movie and thought right. it was gonna be the same movie. Catch that lightning in a bottle. Yeah, and it was not a good it nothing about you've got mail was good. Like, like they're... even the name dates it. Yes. To, like the late nineties, early two thousands AOL yeah. bullshit. <laughs> like, and I feel all... like I feel like by the time it came out, it was already like, ugh, yes. really, you've got mail. You couldn't name ugh. it something better. Yeah, know? like like uh, like uh, when that sound, like how excited you've were you? You've got mail. Yeah. yeah. And I remember we'd be so excited. We'd be like kids at Christmas time, jumping from our cots. And 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 if somebody, God forbid, opened uh, a door on your little IM messenger thing. Oh yeah, who is it? Who the? Oh, is it my is... crush? <laughs> the buddy was it a buddy list? Yeah, yeah a little I buddy, so, list. Yeah. buddy yeah. list. Yeah, it was the best. And uh, you could talk to somebody who was like a a, a quote unquote smoking hot uh, lawyer uh, in California, and you'd exchange uh, sexual words with each other. And she definitely wasn't a guy in Ohio, Mm-mm. you know. No, no she was a sexy dressed uh, professional uh, She-Hulk type woman, and you would exchange. <laughs> you're 15, but you're telling her you're 25. You don't know where the uh, essential body parts are to please a woman at that point in your life, but you're just, you know, messaging. And then it's definitely not a man collecting all your you're information. You're telling her I, I'm gonna touch her booby. <laughs> That's, remember those chat rooms? They would get like serious. They would get real deal, like zero to sixty. Like wow, people are, are fucking in here, but it's like just typing, just an orgy of letters. Just so many. 
I feel like that could be a brand new podcast, like a podcast that dedicates itself solely to discussing the early years of AOL. Should call it ASL. Oh my god. Yes. For the kids. Copyrighted. Copyrighted. <laughs> Do you have For the pa- kids, A slash L slash Yes. Uh A A slash S slash L question mark meant age, sex, location. Yes. And trust me, fifteen FVA, you got a lot of attention. It was kind of creepy. You raised her hand, folks, for the for the vision for the just to give you a visual. She said, it, "15." I can't even repeat it. Oh. Present 15 F V A. Guilty as charged. Because from the chat room, then you'd get all the DMs. Get all the DMs. Once you drop that. Oh, you 15 F. You 15 all the private DMs would pop you away. You just got your learners, didn't you? <laughs> and what do they have to... Oh, they you have to got your license. Want to drive to Ohio? She ain't <laughs> even got a license, Lisa. Sorry, weird science. If you don't know, you googs. <laughs> um, back to the burbs. Oh, yeah, the burbs. Patent pending on this podcast idea. Uh, <laughs> we want to make sure you get all your all your money. Let me make sure it's not been taken yet. Hold yeah, on. you do that. Let me think yeah, about another character I want to talk about on this on this in this movie, and that is. <clears throat> well, I don't know. I already touched on Corey Feldman. Um, what's his name? Oh, Brother Theodore. Who was Brother Theodore, and why was he in this movie? Did they just need a creepy German guy, and he just didn't want to go by any other name, or he was just known as Brother Theodore? I, I've heard his name before, and I was wondering, and then I never did any research. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. We had the creepy Henry Gibson showing up for I, a good time. Because I did look up the... Uh, Courtney um, Gaines? Well, I did look at the IMDb. Mm-hmm, um, me too. But then I didn't... Uh, yeah, I mean, I... What else has Brother Theodore done? Because I know I know him. I feel like he might have been like a... a he might have done some shtick in the 80s. Because uh, Joe Dante did Inner Space, where they shrink uh, Dennis Quaid yeah. down. Yeah. You know, Again, another goes, Meg Ryan vehicle. Which we need mm-hmm. to talk about that one because we've never talked I about it. I love Inner Space. I, I love it. Yeah. Um, Henry Gibson is in that one also. He plays one of the scientists or one of the... plays somebody. Maybe I'm confusing with somebody else. I don't know. No, he might have played a doctor. He was a mm. doctor. He was Martin Short's doctor. Martin Short was the uh, hypochondriac um, that gets in- Dennis Quaid injected, injected into him. Yeah. Uh, another Meg Ryan vehicle. Who else? Oh, another another Joe Dante staple. You had the great, sadly deceased, uh, great character actor Dick Miller playing one of the garbage men who's mm-hmm. fighting with Robert Picardo, who I know you both love. Yes, um, the doctor. The doctor. How great is that scene when they want to go through the trash because they're convinced that 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 the neighbors it's have so buried insane. a body. It's, it's so insane. It's so great. insane, and it's so neighborhood Nuts. Karen barbecue Becky. Dump that trash on the street. We are going through it. And then nobody picks it up. It stays there for days. The entire they... movie. They're driving over it when the ambulances come in at the <laughs> end. <laughs> I love the continuity of that. The trash doesn't yeah. blow away. It just sits it there just in a pile. Sits there. It sits there. It is great because you, you brought up a good point. Um, the whole movie takes place in this cul-de-sac. 
Mm-hmm. Like there's no exterior shots of any other thing. There's not, there's no cut twos of anything. There's no scenes of Carrie at the lake. Um, like it's all there in the neighborhood. So you're right. The continuity is pretty fantastic because whatever happens, happens there in the neighborhood. I mean, everything from the dog digging up the femur bone to, to the, when the police finally do arrive at the end of the movie, spoilers. I mean, everything is in there to Rumsfeld slipping in dog shit or falling off his goddamn roof. <laughs> You know, um, which this, a lot of this, a lot of those scenes still make me laugh out loud when I watch it. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, like Rumsfeld falling off the roof is still fantastic. As far as physical comedy goes, I don't know yeah. if that was really Bruce Dern, but that shit, that shit gets me every time. Um, <laughs> 100%. No shame. No shame. <laughs> I just love watching old dudes fall off of roofs. It's good, man. It's it's really good. And then Ray coming at um or no, Walt coming at Ray repeatedly, especially when they're in the basement and he's trying to convince them that the people next door are like worshiping the devil and they're going they're looking through that that army of darkness book. And Ray's trying to chant him out and he goes, You're doing it, Ray. You're chanting. Satan is good. Satan is our power. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I say that every day when I wake up personally. Right. Jenny, I'm not. I'm so, surprised you don't. You didn't make a shirt yet that says that Satan is good. Satan is right, our power. Taking notes. And just on. have copyright. And just have just have Ray Parker like, you know. <laughs> oh Ray shit. Peterson. Ray Peterson. Sorry, Ray, Par- Ray Parker. Ray Parker. Bustin makes him feel good. Bustin does make him feel good. Go be a good sesh. A great sesh. A great come sesh. Is there should have should there have been a uh, should there have been more cum sessions in this movie or did we not need it? No, I don't think we needed it. Okay, Moving I don't. On. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Maybe it would have had more staying power if it did. Why doesn't this movie have more staying power? Do you think a lot of people know about it? Is it a cult classic? I think it's a cult classic. I would call it yeah. a cult classic. Yeah, but it's not something that a lot of younger people know about. I guess not. You know? It's on Netflix all the time. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if this is because it's like Tom Hanks. You know, and they'll like upload a bunch of Tom Hanks movies at the same time, so they just throw that one on there. Maybe, yeah. I'm not sure if this movie would hold up to somebody who is watching it for the first time, like now. So mm. here's one of the yeah. things I noticed about the movie. Um, I know I did see it as a kid, but it's not something that stayed with me a lot over the years. But um, hardcore xenophobia here. You know, mm. from mm-hmm. the from the moment the Klopek, what's that Slavic? Hey, hey, What's hey, the, hey, hey, you know? <laughs> yeah. And again, they say it. They say Slavic. They again, say it like, like it's a correct. slur. Yeah, they say it like it's hurting their teeth to pull it out of their mouth. Where Walt Walt Slavic? says it the first time. Yeah, I think you're right. Walt says it the first time. Uh, Ray Peterson doesn't know, and then the best, my favorite scene in the whole fucking movie. It's so it's so good that I it, it it was included in one of the first Comic Con podcast intros is when Bruce Dern asked Brother Theodore directly, Klopek, is that Slavic? No. Oh. That's about a nine on the tension scale there, Rube. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's a good one. That stayed with me ever since I was a kid for some reason. That whole scene right there. And they were eating sardines on the pretzels. <laughs> yes. Yes, sardines <laughs> on pretzels. So xenophobic or not, it made for a great, great scene. <laughs> and um, and then at the end, I mean, spoilers. Can we get to the spoilers? Oh, scene? yeah, please. Let's yeah. just. You find world, yeah. out, even though it seems like they're just insane neighbors, 
overstepping their boundaries, mm-hmm. blowing up these poor, innocent people's home. Right. It turns out, oh, guess what? They were right. The weirdo outsiders really were weirdo outsiders, and we were justified because they did murder some people. So there's a tone in your voice. Did you not like how that how that? <laughs> no, ended? no. I thought I still, I mean, the movie was all in good fun. Yes. And that's the thing. But I yes. but it just made me think, wow, they would never make this movie now. No, I guess they wouldn't. Puts out yeah. that message unless they did it in a different way. Like yes. maybe it's like the one white family on a street in a yes. black neighborhood. Yes. And then mm. then they could do it. Right. You, you can't that's punch down. That's what we're <laughs> that's where we're at in the in the society now. You can't punch down. Right. You can't. Now we're all punching up on the video for you folks listening on the highway or in the gym right now. You're listening to this podcast. We are not fisting. We are definitely punching up. Okay. If you do fist, please make sure you use the appropriate lubricant. We want everybody to be safe out there. Yes. No. Um, No injuries. (laughs) No. no We don't need any Vince McMahons. No. No. Jesus. Oh, damn. Um, (laughs) Sorry for bringing that one up, guys. Oh, it's great. It's great. We have. I read the whole. uh, I read the whole thing. We have some wrestling fans out there. Um, oh, well, you can bring me back to talk about it because I'm basically a legal expert now that I've read the whole 67-page lawsuit. Jesus. <laughs> Speaking of lawsuits, how we, can we talk about Gina Carano for a second? Or should we t- should we, should we let that one slide? What? Wait. Did something happen with her? I don't know what so happened let's with catch, her. So let's catch you folks up. Gina Carano, who was... Oh, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. She was the one on Mandalorian, right? Yeah, she was removed from the show. Yeah. Or not even oh. removed, per se, but just not brought back. Not brought back. And she was supposed to have her whole spinoff. Apparently. After yeah. she made some off-color comments saying, being a Republican nowadays is like uh, being a Holocaust survivor or something like that. You can't even you can't even be a Republican anymore. And it it's, was... It's, pretty fucking stupid it stirred up a lot of you know like you're rivers. about to be a you're about to be a mega millionaire star right. you're working you to say some stupid you're shit working like for the Walt Disney you're working for essentially you're working for the Disney Channel essentially maybe and you she say thought that, maybe she thought that would get her someplace with Disney I don't know I don't know but <laughs> they didn't bring her back and now she's suing them for wrongful uh, termination and Elon Musk is funding the uh the lawsuit. What? Yes, it's a true what? story. That, you can't that make makes this is the worst sense. possible timeline. <laughs> this makes a whole lot of sense it, to me. It and uh, all right. Why he's even vested in it, I don't know. I don't know if he's like, because I thought he was like this. Like when I first, when he, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. When he first came on the scene, wasn't he just like this? Like, hey, I'm this rich guy that's thinking of alternative ways to make efficient cars and shit. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that yeah, the whole thing? Yeah, but then people dropped their uh, X sponsorships, not Twitter, because they didn't like the things that he was allowing on the platform. And uh, he decided, go fuck yourself. So he doubled I'm down. serious. Go yeah. fuck yourself, Bob Eisner. I don't yeah. care. And now he hates Disney and any corporation. So that's why he's... Himself. So that's why he cares. I guess that's why he's that's funding why he this cares. lawsuit. Yeah, okay. he he literally looked at Bob, looked Bob Iger in the eye and said, "Go fuck yourself, Bob." Okay. Well, I think he said, "Go fuck yourself." Hi, Bob. Is what he did. <laughs> yeah. Go fuck yourself. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. Um. Yeah. So that's a real thing that's happening. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I guess good luck. You know, hey, it's a free country. I mean, uh-huh. how can you say wrongful termination? But I mean, uh, when you're like an independent contractor. It's one you know of those what things, I mean? It's not yeah. like you're 
it's not like it's a it's a nine to five job right where like your rights are protected it's like hey we'll pay you a million dollars to do a few episodes with a green puppet with cute ears mm-hmm. keep your mouth shut and don't tweet and if you don't if you do something that that we feel tarnishes our brand then yeah. you can go, i mean everybody I'm i thought everybody sure kinda... they have that in a clause in there mm-hmm. my company has that if right. you do something on social media that tarnishes our brand mm-hmm. i don't say where i work on a podcast Amen. And, and my boss listens to this one. So <laughs> <laughs> should I do that? Go fuck yourself. Hi, Chris. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, Uncle Rico. That's so good. It's I, so good. I probably shouldn't have done that. I don't know. I'm going to get in trouble now. Edit that out. It's fine. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, I'll bleep it out. Post. But you can tell it's hi, it's Chris. Fine. You know, he'll, he'll know. It's fine. He'll always know. That's fine. I'll tell him I gave him a shout out. He'll be happy. There you go. <laughs> but anyway, if if for some reason they said to me, hey, you said some bad stuff on this podcast, I'd be like, can I just scrub all of those episodes from the internet and can I keep my job? I've struggled with that a little bit because you know? I, know exa- I know exactly what you mean because I've said, I haven't said horrendous things of, of Gina Carano nature. Sure. But I've but I've said, um, I mean, just vulgarities, uh, all in jest, but some vulgarities teetering on the edge of very inappropriate things in the 2024 landscape. Yeah. And if somebody listened to this that I worked with or worked for, they'd be like, what the hell? You know, right. they'd probably be like, OK, now now chances are maybe they would laugh and chuckle and say it is what it is. I'm not again, I'm not telling anybody out there which women's prison I work at. They don't know. They're none the wiser. As far as they know, I podcast all day. It's the one on the moon base. Exactly. <laughs> it's the lunar female penal colony. Okay? It's all women. Caged fury is what happens on a daily basis. It's a lucky thing I can take the shuttle, the Elon Musk shuttle home every day. <laughs> um, but but that's my point. I don't, like like you said, I don't broadcast what women's prison I'm working at. You know what I'm saying? Or it's on Mars or Saturn or Jupiter's nipple. I don't discuss it. But if you were sharing your podcast on your LinkedIn page, yes, there'd be a big problem. There'd be a problem. I mean, there'd be. It would have to be a conversation at the very least. Again, free conch, but we're gonna have to have a conversation. (laughs) I like that phrase, free conch. Free conch. Free conch. conch, (laughs) But we're gonna have to have that conversation. You know what I mean? We'd have to have that convo. And again, I would probably do the Trump thing. I'd be like, that's not me. (laughs) <laughs> they'd be like no definitely come on guys look at you i mean look at your look at your penal uh female prison id badge and then look at you that's not me that is not mm-hmm. me that is not. didn't you just say come session on there repeatedly no that's not that's mm-hmm. ai they use ai for that somebody's targeting fake me news. fake news ai there you go <laughs> that's yeah. a wrap that's a wrap <sighs> so <laughs> yeah <laughs> Got where we were. Uh, uh, there's a there's a part of this movie that I want to bring up because, but so it came out in '89. I remember watching it on, I believe, VHS. Whenever it would have been released on VHS, I might have been I would have been eight when it came out in the theaters, possibly nine on the VHS. I don't know. And uh, a line that I forgot was in this movie, but as soon as I heard it, all these memories came rushing back to me. Mm. When the old guy's dog goes and shits in Rumsfield's yard. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, teaches his dog to shit in my lawn. And he gets all pissed off and goes, I'm going to staple that little mutt's asshole shut. Right. <laughs> and I had a visual image of a staple in an asshole. Mm. And a dog That's shitting. Finish. And it just cutting the piece of shit in half as it came out of the... Oh, like, a like a slicer. Like Play-Doh. Yeah. <laughs> Like the Play-Doh butthole fun factory. That's <laughs> a staple it. in it. And... But I remember, and I I feel like I asked the question out loud. Like, if you put a staple in a butthole, wouldn't the poop just cut through the staple? It would. 100%. And it was this thing that fascinated my... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to grab the Play-Doh fun factory and shove one of those attachments on my butt and see what happens. <laughs> Make spaghetti. <laughs> put the little put the little poop knife next to your butthole. Because <laughs> it has to come out. <laughs> it will come out. It's gonna just go around it. Right. It can't staple an asshole it's shut. Very you true. You could sew an asshole shut. And keep feeding you and feeding you and feeding you. <laughs> Thirty six chambers. If you don't know, you gooks. Uh, we represent tribe and Wu Tang on this podcast, folks. Um. <laughs> Oh, man. God. Put your nuts on a dresser and bang them shits with a spike bat. Bow. Oh. <laughs> man, oh. I forgot that track. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. How could you forget? How would you forget? That's the best. What is the... um? Oh, wait. I forgot to go back to the doctor, Robert Picardo. Robert Picardo. Oh, yeah, Robert Picardo. I love that he's arguing that the they have a right to go through the trash. Like, right. Once, once it hits the, the street. Once the can is on the curb right. you can go through it it's public domain like mickey mouse you know what i mean <laughs> you can do what you want only Wait, the it's... steamboat willie only the steamboat, only willie. The steamboat sorry willie. just I kidding i got one of those behind me somewhere too <laughs> and i love how like quickly he went along with this insanity they were like dumping trash out into the street and he's just like <laughs> he's helping all right him. let's do it let's go <laughs> yeah i love that i just love that whole scene i love that little this little world they created um and I love Corey Feldman's character kind of tagging along with Walter and, uh, you know, green sky at night, neighbor take flight, you know. I love <laughs> I love Tom Hanks and Carrie Fisher playing Jeopardy together with a little notepad and taking points. And I yeah, love that. Yeah, yeah. You know, That's like, oh, Why cute. don't we do that anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question for you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as I was watching this, I was wondering which neighbor on this street would I be if I here? <laughs> so I want to know what, what you guys think. Who did you most um, attach yourself with, I guess? Associate with? I mean, I, w- I want to be Corey Feldman's character, you know, but I, but I feel like I'd probably end up being Ray, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because I identify um, with Ray a lot. Not that I've killed anybody, but I'm definitely the Clopex. <laughs> You're the Clopex. I have that house. Yes. You have all those wasps inside I, the light. I have. I mean, I have two sheds out back that I don't know what's in either one of them, but I know that they're infested with spiders. Could be dead bodies, femurs, some other. There might be some femurs in there. It's true. I have no idea. Um, there's a there's a pet graveyard in our backyard. Um, oh man. There are multiple dead lizards. I think a fish, um, and a few birds. That just fell from the sky. So, okay. my child. Just fell child, from the sky? 
there were mul- multiple dead birds in our yard one day. We don't know what happened. There was an event. There might have oh. been a might have been a solar flare. It's like that, it's like that movie flare. Dark Skies with Carrie Russell. It could be a it could be a a global event. We're not sure. Wow. He dug a hole. They're in there now. It's part. <laughs> like a paving stone wrote all right mr president are we mr president are we supposed to drink the bleach to get rid of the covid or just the aerosol i don't know (laughs) sorry i know it's a covid joke i I don't know i don't know why i I morphed into that voice though that's on me that's my fault i loved it though yeah because you got you got a t on your you got a t on your robe so it worked perfectly that's a t for trixie that's not a t for trump it's kind of the opposite of trump yeah Completely. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Both blonde, but that's about it. <laughs> okay. And both over six he feet thinks, tall. <laughs> he thinks he looks like Elvis. He put this, he posted this picture of him and Elvis. And he said, This picture's been showing up everywhere. Everywhere. What do you guys think? And it's like somebody did a split of Elvis's face and his face, which you can do with anybody's face. Is it and... bloated, almost dead Elvis? Like, no, it's like young Elvis. It's young Elvis and then his dumb face i would like to google it but i really don't want to mess up my, my yeah, algorithm i i, I yeah, love yeah. i love messing up that algo every now and then you know somebody will be like on their toes yeah exactly like send me the most I random forget. thing and i'll look it up you know something just started showing up in my feed and i can't remember what random thing it was uh, anyway um, yeah, I think I would be. The, I'm the neighbor that everybody's like, "Oh my God, what are they doing with their yard now? Oh my God, can't they just fix their blinds? Fix those blinds." <laughs> so, Jenny, are you? So you're the clopex too? Well, see, that's what I thought. But as I'm listening to Lauren describe the atrocities in her backyard, <laughs> I'm thinking yeah. I might be. Um, you might oh be God, Bonnie. No, things. you're you're Bonnie with no tan yeah. lines because you're taking care of those plants all the you're- time. Yeah, you're doing your plants. Okay, I will say, when she was talking about her plants, I was like, I want to know what she's talking about with her zinnias. That, that's what, what I'm saying. What the fuck are you going to do with them? I've <laughs> saw, I, watched your, I watched your stories when you went live and you were going mm-hmm. over the plants. <clears throat> so you're buying no tan lines. I wish I had no tan lines. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like I'm, um, I'm terrible with names, but I'm the dude, the, not Rumsfeld, but the other dude. Um, not, Art? Not... Oh, Art. I keep Art. calling him Walter. Yeah. Walter's the old guy. Walter's w- the old guy. Yeah. 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 Art. Think you think Art. you're Art? Crazy Art. Oh. I'm always coming up with like fucking <laughs> conspiracy theories about my neighbors. <laughs> Wait, like, like, like when you find the. So look, we're just going to. We're not gonna even going to call him Art. We're just going to say. So when you, Jenny, find the bone, uh-huh. the femur, and you come to me and you're like, you know what this is? It's a femur. And I go, it's a femur. It's a femur bone. And you're like, yeah. femur happens to be a human thigh bone right <laughs> and we both do that scream you know and the camera shakes you know? <laughs> yeah absolutely oh man how do you how do you know that biology 101 listen he doesn't know he doesn't he doesn't he but doesn't he's know. right he is right but yeah. you know but you know what i'm saying the way he when he threw that out there i was like come on come on art <laughs> I love he that dude, though. He is great. And he gets electrocuted, yeah. and he's like, oh, my feelings are hot. You know? Yes. <laughs> so great. Um, Let's rate this thing. I think we, unless you have a favorite scene that we didn't talk about. Oh, I have a favorite scene we didn't oh, talk okay, about. Oh, okay, okay, okay. At the end when Tom Hanks throws himself into on the, the ambulance. On the stretcher. He, I need to go to the hospital. 
get away from me! It's and he good. grabs the, he like wheels himself on the stretcher into the ambulance, just screaming. Um, that was just classic Tom Hanks for me. Mm-hmm. It definitely made me laugh out loud. Um, and I was very happy. I would have been very happy with the movie ending like that and him being like, I'm going to jail. I'll see you when I get yes. out, but I'm done. <laughs> I am done antagonizing these people. I'm done right. putting my nose in places it shouldn't belong. I should have gone to the lake with my wife, right. <laughs> you know? And that was like, ultimately the thing with him and his wife too, is like the whole time the wife has been furious with him that he can't stay out of the neighbor's business that he can't just relax, that he won't just go to the lake. And she's not angry with him after he fucked up. Right. She's glad he's not dead because he almost blew right. himself up, you know. And, you know, but she's ultimately like, I love you. Go, you know, mm-hmm. go to jail, do what you need to do, but I, right. I still love you, you know. So. She says, I love you. And he goes, I know. <laughs> 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 And then she's like, fuck you. I got to go fix some scripts. <laughs> All right. So listen, on the DVD, there's an alternate ending. No oh, way. Have you seen this? Yes. No. no. Okay. So this? you heard about this? I, no. I actually prefer the alternate ending in a lot what's, of ways. What's the yeah. alternate ending? They're not bad? No, they're definitely still bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets in the ambulance. Same thing. But like, um, I can't remember his name, but the next door neighbor comes in and he's like, ah, I'm going to kill you. He's got the needle and everything. And it was all very like rushed. I did. I hated that part of it. Yeah. But you know, it kind of progresses in a lot of the same ways up until a certain point when they, they just kind of like rescue Tom Hanks out of the back and they take the bad guys off to prison. And he's like, and he has this moment where he's talking kind of not to us specifically, but kind of to everyone and like, addressing us and he's like we're the bad guys here we were in all these people's business and yeah they were bad but (laughs) like we're just as bad like you know the whole thing about like uh you know if you don't paint your house the right color and if you don't do this the right way if you're not oh interesting yeah it was it was really really good i'm sure it's on youtube if if you look it up um yeah so it had a conscience yeah yeah that's the thing. Like he does kind of say that before the, you know, before the ambulance, he's like, we mm-hmm. are, we are crazy. Like we just blew up our neighbor's house. Like this isn't, this isn't normal, you know? Right. So, which is kind of like, I did like that. So I like that there could be an ending where, oh, they are murderers, but also, yes, we suck. Yes. We should not have done this. And it really reminded me of like, like I was talking about at the beginning, Serial Mom, like that's kind of the whole premise of that movie where like, Yes, there's a serial killer in this town, in this block, <laughs> but really they paint the the normal people as the bad guys. Like yeah. they come across as the villains. And and I kind of think that they did sort of the same thing here. And I really I love that. I kind of wish that they had taken that alternate ending and just tightened it up a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder if they use it in any of the like in any of the releases. Or if it was just like on the cutting room floor. It yeah, it didn't seem very finished. Um, it seemed like like it was kind of their first take, and they just kind of threw it out there just to say like, oh, we also did this, <laughs> you know. It's crazy. It got horrible reviews when it came out, but and I think some of the reviews that I read were trending that it was. I mean, they all kind of had the consensus that it was that it lacked 
a direction and an originality. And I, and I, I disagree. I think this movie is one of those standalone, like 90 minute movies that you just pop in and it, it's the performances that drives it. Like, I'll say this before we even do the rating. Like, if I could invent a new rating my, for this movie, it would be uh, high school teacher, uh, <laughs> high school drama, high school mm-hmm. drama teacher um, adapts this as a play for his for his senior class. Good, oh, you know what I mean. Like, I, I feel like this, I love that. Yeah, because the, so the settings are simple. Yeah, it's a play. It's all I on mean, the same mm-hmm. street. It's mostly right. outside. You could do a couple window scenes. How you know. fun would that be yeah. if you were like a senior, junior, or senior in high school and you're just playing the shit out of this, you know? And even the set department would have a lot of fun and like yeah. the painting. And like, I mean, that's that's how I'm just surprised. I mean, maybe just because there was so much other stuff of like, and actually there really wasn't. I, I said that, as I said that, I realized that there weren't nearly as many as many movies in theaters at the time as there, as there are now and on streaming. And mm-hmm. now there's so much content. But I mean, mm-hmm. back then, I'm surprised it didn't get more, you know, more love than it did. Yeah. You know, it still made money. It just didn't get critically acclaimed. Like, Especially for a Tom Hanks movie. Like, he was yeah. hot back in the day. Right. You know. He doesn't talk it about just... this movie either. I tried to find, like, interviews. Like, there's got to be a Tom Hanks interview where he talks about this movie. He did that. I couldn't find anything. So, so, I mean, he talks about Big. He'll talk about other movies he did. But yeah, he doesn't talk about this one. Um, I don't know. Gotta have brought it up. Maybe Graham Norton or somebody could get him to talk about it. I know, right? Graham Norton gets everybody to talk about everything. Oh, Graham Norton's great, isn't he? Great. Or Metamorphosis. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, I have another question for you before we rate it. Yes. Okay. So, I never thought about this watching it the many times in the past, but I have a different perspective on life now. Um, Walter, the old guy at the end of the street, do you think? that he was secretly gay or like gay coded for the time. Interesting. Hmm. I didn't pick up on that, but now that you mention it, yeah, maybe, you know, old man lives by himself, has a cute little fluffy white dog. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott was only... like, Oh, there's pictures of women on his uh, piano or whatever. And I'm like, it's fucking Lucille ball and Vincent price. <laughs> oh, if it's Lucille ball, he's definitely gay. He does have a son, but at that time, a gay man would have tried out marriage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and had a child. Yeah, because at the end, his son and daughter-in-law show up. Yeah, he was just in the closet, and we assume his wife is dead, but maybe they divorced, and he was closeted all those years. I'm just, I'm just asking questions here. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Could be. No, it's an, it's an interesting point because mm-hmm. it definitely like the movie deals with that whole premise of what are those people doing over there? Right. Yeah. You no. Know? Mm-hmm. And like, how far do you really go with that? Cause I think everybody does that to some extent. Like I'm in this neighborhood right now and it's just weird. Like I think we as people don't talk to each other the way, and I could just be an old man. I was thinking back in my day, but I remember like playing with everybody in the neighborhood when I was a kid and other people talk to each other cause you kind of had to. Now I go to the bus stop, pick up my son, and everyone's on the phone just, like, looking down. Nobody talks. But if you comment on a Facebook page, like, neighborhood page on Facebook, everybody fucking chimes in. That's mm-hmm. interesting. And I, don't, and I think – I don't even think it's anything nefarious on anyone's part. I think it's this weird – especially people our age and older that didn't have that. All we had was Oregon Trail, 
So it's like, <laughs> so now we're like, oh, we got these computers in our in our hands. Well, what do we do? Okay, so she's doing that. You know what I'm saying? Whereas I don't even see the younger generation doing that as much as we do it. I agree. You know? I totally agree. Like we're on these things and it's like, I mean, I catch myself sometimes and my son's like pulling on my shirt and I'm like, shit. Like I like put my thing away. Sometimes I'll leave my phone in another room just so I can be present. Yeah. I mean, think about like all these like Facebook neighborhood groups and next yeah, door and all this stuff. It's, it's the weird. same as what these fucking people are doing. It's exactly yeah. right. Cause you'll see like, why is the sound so loud in the construction? They're playing Who's... that loud Mexican music. They're building I... a house. Shut up. Fireworks again. Yes, fireworks. <laughs> My dog's barking it's all night. Right. July 6th already. Stop it with the fireworks. Right. Like you would never. Who left the trash cans out again? Yes. And there's, like, no accountability because you just hide behind this, like, picture and you're just like... And whose cat is this? <laughs> whose cat? This cat keeps coming in my yard. Yeah, it's not whose cat is this. I'm worried about the cat. It's like... This Get your coming. cat out of my damn yard. Yeah. <laughs> your damn it's... cat out of my well, manicured lawn. Shut. <laughs> Somebody... All right, that's a legitimate concern. Somebody stapled this cat's butthole shirt. <laughs> I, f- I have the cat... Walter, we have your dog. I'm um, serious. As an eight-year-old, I was like picturing this in my mind. I got the most visual image of anything ever in my life from hearing him. I'll staple that mutt's asshole shut. That's so interesting. <laughs> like you had that ingrained. Yeah. Oh. So, you know. <laughs> do, Jenny, you. I know we were recently talking about this, but do I need to be tested for autism? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go back to playing Power Wash Simulator when we're done with this. I don't know. I'm starting to think we're. I think I'm starting to think we're all on the spectrum. To be honest. Yeah. You know what? That's um, that's accurate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but yeah, that's my. Uh, yeah, just a neighborhood thing. It's weird. I feel like we're. I feel like we're there sometimes, even when we're not trying to be. We're like, you know, definitely strange. Coming to a new neighborhood and then getting to meet people, and you're like. I don't know. I guess I like that guy, but what do I? I've lived in this house now for almost three years, and I haven't met the neighbors that live directly behind us. Seriously? Yes. Yeah, see? I feel like that that speaks to that. The only reason I want to talk to them now is so that they don't report me to the HOA for building something in my backyard that sticks up above the fence. (laughs) I mean, I've been in my house for seven years. I don't know the people behind me. Let me tell you I can tell you what they look like. We moved to this house. They they throw parties sometimes with bounce houses and loud Mexican music. I've never complained. Well, there you go. You're a good neighbor. I actually think it's nice. I, I like hearing children having fun. Right. And I like hearing joyous Mexican music. Right. I like it, too. Now, if it but was, I don't know, you know what they look like. I have no idea. If it was Kid Rock, it'd be a different story. But, you know. True. I would complain <laughs> if they were playing Kid Rock. Mm-hmm. Jen and I were talking about that because, uh, like I said, somebody complained about that about music, and I was like, I actually kind of like it. I don't really care with stuff like that. And then I was, we were walking, and I was like, I guess I would care if it was like Kid Rock or something, or Toby Keith, rest in peace. <laughs> but actually, no. Jen and I, we moved to the neighborhood. You know, you know, you know, a little, uh, little small family. You know, a little boy, and uh, we moved to the fa- we moved to the neighborhood, and uh, we're- Jen's the one making cookies for the next door neighbors. I was like, we don't get any cookies. Where? Why are we making you the cookies? And what's the deal? You know what I mean. Whoever's whoever's doing the introduction first. I guess that's how it works. I always thought like when you come into a neighborhood, 
Yeah. They, they the neighbors the should bring you the stuff. I That's agree. what I'm saying. I agree. Mm. But you know. If if you're right next door, I mean, we're t- in a townhome. We're like right on top of each other. You can't bring a oh, cookie? Oh, yeah. They we're making you the cookies. Yeah, now, granted, the next door neighbors gave us some reciprocal cookies after said cookies were introduced to them. Only because they felt pressured because you there brought you, them cookies first. Yeah, See, now we're assholes. Pressure cookies. <laughs> pressure cookies? Get those get cookie pressure up in there. <laughs> uh, all right. Is this movie, hmm, is this movie, call it a work good, movie theater good, home video good, catch it on cable good, sick with the flu good, solitary confinement good, or pressure cookie good? Which one is it? Look, as much as I love this movie, like I said, Uh-oh. this is my second favorite Tom Hanks movie. I'm going to call it Catch It on Cable Good. You stop for it. Yes. Yeah. You you have to stop for this movie when you yes. see it. But, you know, even though I've had it on DVD for probably 10 plus years, because <laughs> who makes DVDs anymore? Um, I may have only watched it like twice. I don't usually go out of my way to watch it. I have to like really be in the mood for it right, or right. or if somebody hasn't seen it, stumble across it on like the USA network or something one day, <laughs> you know, it's just on or comic cons. It's like, Hey, how about we do the burbs? The, yeah, 30, the 35th anniversary. But it's, we, it's always, it's always good every time you watch it, but it's, it's like a sometimes food. You just kind of catch it and you're like, okay, I'm good. I've seen it. I'll catch it again in a few years. You got to keep it fresh, you know? Right. I got you. No, I agree. I, I agree. I concur. I think it's, I think it teeters on the edge of uh, home video good and catch on cable good. Cause I think I do own it like a digital copy on voodoo, but I watched the, the Netflix one, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's in between. I agree. Cause I think you have to stop for it. I think it's totally worth owning. If you had it in a bundle, like somebody we know, Totally works, you know? <laughs> totally works, you know? I Warren? really enjoyed it. I think it's, um, can I give you a new rating? Oh, yeah, go for it, please. Worth yeah. paying for whatever streaming service it's on good. There you go. I like that one. I love that rating. Yeah, I try to I pick feel like movies it's a, that... it's a step above Catch It On Cable, but a step below home video. <laughs> right, you don't want to buy it. Like, oh man, I I just canceled my Netflix, oh, but they got the burbs. Oh, can I do another free trial? Yeah, right, another free trial. We actually I... did cancel our Netflix for a couple months, and then got it right back. <laughs> I did that with Disney Plus. I canceled. Like, We're not even watching this. And then my son got into Puppy Dog, uh, Puppy Dog Pals, and I was like, God damn it, Harlan Williams! <laughs> Didn't know you had this adorable puppy dog show for kids. <laughs> oh, because you like dogs. Okay. <laughs> well uh yeah i mean i i think it's a great movie i think it's i think it stands it still holds up um there was something else i wanted to say about it before oh we were supposed to do footloose by the way folks right. but uh it wasn't on the streaming so that goes back to your point lauren i try to make sure when we pick these movies they're available at people's fingertips so nobody has to pay 3.99 to rent this motherfucker or you know <laughs> not that we haven't done that in the past but right you know right but we usually feel like it's worth it when we do it. Yeah, like, I mean, that was like what two whole weeks ago, and it got dropped off of HBO. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I saw it on there in January, and then they, I guess they just kicked it off. But I guess. Speaking of Footloose, Kenny Loggins on that We Are the World documentary. Interesting. I didn't know this, but Kenny Loggins did that Poo song. The Return to Poo Corner. Yeah. He did it with Amy Grant, didn't he? 
Uh, not I had the vinyl. Oh, okay. And, he, and it's just him and another guy, and they're like, chase all the clouds in the sky. Chase all the clouds in the sky. You know, I got that folky singing going on. I was like, oh, that's kind of nice. Christopher Robin. I didn't know he did that song. I, I thought it was always, you know, Highway to Oblivion, you know? I mean, Take Me to the Danger Zone. Right. So for years, I thought it was Highway to Oblivion. And uh, and uh, I'm all right. He did all those songs. Oh, he did that one. Yeah, because I'm saved by the yeah, yeah. saved by the bell. No, 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 not saved oh. by the bell. Caddyshack one. Caddyshack. Oh. I'm all right. Don't nobody oh. care about. Me. I'm all right. Not it's all right because I'm saved by the. Maybe okay. it is. It's all right. <laughs> Listen, if you guys have know. not watched the Yacht Rock series on YouTube, please do so like immediately. What is what is this? What is this you speak of? It's kind of a parody documentary of mockumentary, if you will, <laughs> of the oh, the whole oh. yacht rock phenomenon of the oh that late sounds 70s like fun. And 80s. It's the so like stupidest a, thing you'll ever see in your entire life. Like a Spinal Tap type thing. Oh, it's stupider yeah. than Spinal like Tap. Like documentary, documentary I mean, now type thing where they did that. The thing. Yeah, it's that. it's a little like that. It's but it's definitely just way stupider. You'll see like Hollow Steely it. Dan. Oh man. I mean, I love those bands too. <laughs> oh no, Frozen. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no. Frozen, Frozen, oh, no. Frozen. She'll come back. Keep She'll those come back. Give in it motion. a second. Um, I actually like all that. I kind of like some of that yacht rock stuff. Not all. Oh of it, yeah, I like, I like, like Steve that. Winwood. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Kenny Loggins. Mm. Yeah. Um. So. While Jenny's frozen, before she comes back, uh, she just texted oh. me. She sent me a text message. Oh, it says she hates us, and she. Oh no! I was gonna make a joke and say, "Oh, it says she hates us, and she didn't want to be on the show anymore." It says her computer died. Oh. Well, we're wrapping up anyway. Okay. Um. So the uh the documentary that I mentioned for your patreons, um, unless you keep that in the beginning of the show. <laughs> Oh no, we'll 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 keep it. We'll we'll, we'll throw it in the Patreon. Um, it is. We need called, to make extra content anyway, right? It's called the Greatest Night in Pop. The Greatest Night in Pop, okay. and it's on Netflix right now. All right, I have to check it out. Yeah. When I'm done going to the office, because I'm on season six. Because <laughs> I never watched it, I slept on it for years. Oh really? And Jen oh. and I've been watching it. And it's like amazing. Now I get why everybody fucking loved it. It's so good. Yeah. I don't know it, why I slept um, on it for years. Season six, what's happening during season six? They just got married. Jim and Pam? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's peak. That's yeah. peak. It, and I um, heard he leaves. I heard, I heard that Michael Scott leaves in seven yeah. or eight or something. And then yeah. It and then and it then falls off. Yeah, it's not so great. But it's so good. And it's got heart. And I didn't know. I thought it was a straight like comedy kind of thing. And it is. But there's more to but it. There's than a that. lot of heart in it. Yeah. 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 I don't know. That's... Uh, yeah, once once that Michael peacock. Scott leaves, once uh, Steve Carell leaves, it's definitely not as good. But there are still some moments that are good. Yeah, um, it's still worth watching till the end. I I feel like I didn't that I feel like I didn't really like the last season much at all. Okay, but so if you stop liking the last season, that's don't feel bad. Yeah, they just like they throw in a lot of extra conflict because there was no conflict in the show anymore. Got you without Michael so, Scott because yeah. that's the kind of the enduring thing. Because that's yeah. another thing too. I find when I'm watching it, I'm like, when I first tried to watch it, 
back in the early mid two thousands, it was hard for me to watch him because he'd kind of make me feel uncomfortable and I'd feel mm-hmm. bad for him. It's so cringy. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of cringy. And now I watch it. Oh, Jenny's back. And then oh, I'm good. watching it and I'm like, Oh, I, I feel for him. He's just a kid. He's just a grown up kid. Sometimes some shows I feel for other time. I'm like, she oh, made it. Yay. She made it. She's back. She's back. What the fuck, man. My, my computer got attacked by the Clopex. <laughs> <laughs> It's being they burned used... in a furnace in the basement right now. <laughs> All good. We were just uh, we were just wrapping up anyway. So, you know, unless anybody had any burning desires or stories about simp life they wanted to share. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Is being a simp that bad unless you're, like, getting, like, physically abused? I mean, honestly, like, if you're just doing favors for your women the whole time and you're just not getting anything in return. I guess that is kind of bad. <laughs> but if, if that's you, what you want. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I guess that's what I was trying to approach I it from mean, like a more, want, who cares from a more philosophical angle. If that's right. where you're at, then that's like, where you're at. Who is, who is anybody else to judge us for being a simp? Right. You know? Exactly. But if you're Maybe... putting yourself at detriment to, to boost somebody else Th- up. That's the difference, I guess. But if you don't mind being a footstool or if you like being a cuck, then maybe you're okay with if that. You, you like know? jerking off in the corner and crying while your wife is getting hers. Oh, I know. Boy, I do can... I? God, I can't even cuck the cuck, if you know what I mean. Can't even watch that stuff. I mean, because <laughs> they always look so sad, too. They're always just like, oh. But then they kind of get into it. They're like, oh. I just can't. <laughs> I will not be doing any research on this. That's okay. I, I I had to bring it up at least once because I try not to be gender biased. So when I talk about it with my co-host with the most, I feel like cuckolding comes up at least once every episode. I don't want to not bring it up just because there's ladies present. I want to, that's an equal opportunity employer here. You know what I mean? I want to make sure that we're all, we're all talking. See, I, I dropped out for a minute. We were talking about Yacht Rock. I come back and we're talking about cucking. So I know, like, I, I don't... know, I know. You, is... you left and the classiness went with you. The most... <laughs> Awkward. If you're relying on me to keep it classy, <laughs> y'all got problems. Well, you're a classy broad. We Jenny. really do have problems. <laughs> there oh. is um there's the most awkward cucking scene ever. The most cringy cucking you will ever see in um The Curse. The Curse with, with Nathan Fielder and Emma Stone. Oh. However, I cannot oh. I cannot recommend this TV series to anyone because of the ending. Oh. oh. So unlike The Office where I said, yeah, you know, it's not so good toward the end, but you could stick with it. No. This ending, I can't. It's, I can't it's, conscience. It's, it's it bad in the sense that it's like triggering bad or just bad no. and just bad. The show was really good. The show was going places. The show mm-hmm. was uncomfortable and cringy. Dark comedy about you know, these woke assholes right? Um, who were too woke for their own good. They were okay, woke for enough. a show. They really like, they were, were woke assholes. You weren't being sar- sarcastic. No, no. They really okay. are woke assholes. Okay. Like they're putting on, like everything is, is a facade. Like right. they act like they're helping the community and they're just right. awful people. And it's like really good commentary, like on, on what they're doing and, and how things are going. And um, the, show was created by Nathan Fielder who I know Jenny knows him he was in uh he did the rehearsal and Nathan for you and he's a comedian um but also like does a lot of like kind of like 
breaking the fourth wall type mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. and like but like um so his kind of brand of humor and the um uh director and co-writer is Benny Softy who worked on uh Uncut Gems. I guess he's the brother of the guy who did it but he's got the same kind of I think they worked on it together. Uh, Uncut and, Gems was also uncomfortable so this yes, is tracking. Also very uncomfortable. Yeah. So this is like a very uncomfortable like oh my gosh where are they going to go with this? How how is it going to go? See, I'm good. The end of the, but I like I was really into it, and I okay. I couldn't watch Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems was too uncomfortable for me. I couldn't see okay. it. But I was really into this, and then it gets to the last episode, and it starts out doing kind of the thing that it has been doing, and I was like, oh, good, good, it's gonna be great. And then the last half of the episode was absurdist, some kind of an allegory some kind of supernatural hmm. so you're I, convincing me to watch it i know i like supernatural <laughs> i like go for it guys <laughs> go, go for it guys i mean it's it was way too subversive for me to appreciate i mean I'm a fan I, of straightforward i like straightforward i felt like days. it i felt like it diminished the point of the show uh okay. is what i thought because i I I'm felt in... kind of uncomfortable at the end of the rehearsal also. Like, I got to that point, and I was like, I don't know if I can recommend this to anyone anymore. Like, I did at the beginning, and then mm-hmm. as it got further and further along, I was like, I I don't feel good about this. But did you still enjoy it? I don't know. Yeah. I enjoyed it up until, the like, the last episode or so. And then I was like, I don't like where this went. Yeah. I feel, I feel very uncomfortable. Yeah. And not in a way that like, like when I watch South Park and they do some edgy <laughs> shit and I'm like, I don't agree with what you guys have done here, but I, I understand it. Right. I, I know exactly what you mean. It, and with the rehearsal. And, it, and, and they've like, always been like that. Like they've yeah. always done that. Right. Yeah. The rehearsal, I just, it felt, I, I don't know how to put it. So I'll. I saw the rehearsal, so I know exactly what you mean. Uh huh. I still enjoyed it, but again, like I would be careful with who I would recommend it to because I don't think everybody's going to get it. Yeah. Or or going to enjoy it. Like and and even like you, like I think you got it. You're just like, oh. Mm. And I yeah. I understand it. So with with the ending of the curse, Matt was so mad he wouldn't talk about it. Because he's like, he was triggered, and I was well, and I was gonna be like, oh, I bet you loved it, like, because I'm like, we're both watching it, and like, at a certain point, I'm like, like when the turn first happens, I'm like, this is a dream, right? This got to be a dream, right? This isn't real. There's no way this is real, right? And it just keeps getting more and more absurd, and more and more obvious that this is not a dream, that this is really happening in their world. And, um, like at the end of it, I was like, like, I, I didn't even, I forget it was either late at night or we were on our way somewhere else and we didn't talk about it. And then finally I was like, we didn't talk about it. And he was like, I don't want to, I'm so <laughs> mad. I'm so mad at what they did, you know? So I guess um, it was good then. Like I haven't seen it, but if it evokes that kind of reaction, I guess no, it's, because it's... It, we're mad because it didn't make sense. Okay. Yeah, like, oh, I have it. to watch it. God damn it! God, 
I mean, I'll tell you what happens, but no, I don't no, know. No, 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 no. I still have to see um, the Emma Stone's other thing, the poor little, poor, poor little things. thing, poor things. Everyone that's keeps what I was telling to see on Sunday. <laughs> everybody keeps telling me that's amazing. I saw. I haven't seen that many of the Oscar contenders. I've seen Oppenheimer and I've seen Holdovers. I um, saw Hold- Holdovers. Holdovers was good. I and I that. saw American Fiction. I haven't seen American Fiction yet. Really liked American Fiction. I like Oppen- Oppenheimer was good, but I think it's a one and done. Yeah. Like you've seen it and you're like, wow, cinematography. Was, oh, it's bad. And then you watch and you're like, okay. You know what I mean? Like I don't, it's, I don't need to. Here's yeah. my thing. I'm at the point in my life, and I'm probably, I don't know, I don't care. I was going to say, I I hope I don't offend anybody, but I don't care. (laughs) I don't care about men who (laughs) feel bad about the bad thing that they did. Hmm. I don't care. (laughs) No, that's a a fair point. Like, um, (laughs) I heard, see, I guess I fall into that same, I fall into the trap of, tragically flawed characters right Hmm. i fall into that all the fucking time it's my number one thing that's it's why i love wolverine it's why i love just watching a movie about somebody who's like oh woe is fucking me and i'm also recovering alcoholic so i just like i do i dwell in that world sometimes so i totally get but i also when you said that out loud i just i know exactly what you mean like do i really want to watch two hours of a guy who feels Oh, he's so tortured because he made this bomb that annihilated, you know, yeah, hundreds of thousands, millions of people, you know. Um, like I the Napoleon know. movie came out recently, and I'm like, I don't care. I don't care either. <laughs> I don't care either and about Napoleon. Napoleon doesn't even feel bad about trying to take over the world. Oh, and just like, you at can least just Oppenheimer felt bad. <laughs> I mean, the performances in it were great all around. If you haven't seen it yet, it's, Emily Blunt was really good. Downey Jr. was really good. Um, but again, I watched it. It's one and done. Mm-hmm. Kind of like I saw it. I was like, it, for me, watchability is like how I rate a movie. Like, am I going to rewatch this shit? And it can be a drama or an action movie or a comedy, but like, like the Burbs, I'll rewatch the Burbs. The Burbs mm-hmm. is technically better than Oppenheimer because it has, <laughs> it has watchability. There, I said it out loud. Roger Rabbit is better than. Dare I say it, Schindler's, Schindler's List, because oh. of because of because of watchability. All right, I know Schindler's List is a great film, but do I like Roger Rabbit more? Yes, because I'm going to watch Roger Rabbit more, regardless of subject matter. I'm not. Don't fire me like Gina Carano. I'm not saying anything <laughs> anti-Semitic. I'm just saying, like, am I going to pop on Life Is Beautiful? With movies like that, so many fucking times. That's what I'm saying, and I also like to be happy. Okay, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to watch. I watched that movie directed by Garden State dude where he put his girlfriend in there and she feels bad. The whole movie, she's on drugs and alcohol because she got in a car accident and killed her friend. And Morgan Freeman is sober and he, it was his daughter that died in the car accident. It's called. Oh, I good, don't know this one. I think it's called Good People. It does not make you feel good. No. The whole movie is just like, I thought there'd be like a redemption thing, and there is at the end. Like she gets sober. Spoilers, kids. But. And I, so, you know, of course I had to watch. I was like, what's well, a movie about recovery? Like, I don't feel recovered after I watch it. You know, it's like, come on, man. Not clean and sober with Michael Keaton. There's a recovery movie. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying Birdman. He's horrible. He feels horrible in the entire movie. He's a, he's he's downtrodden. He's 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 just a selfish, uh, miserable prick the whole movie. But you're watching it because, again, there's a little bit of a redemption in there somewhere. I don't know. 
you root I, for him and you want to root for him the whole time. Right. For some of these guys, you just don't. You're just like, God, he's terrible. Yeah. Ugh. I can't watch things. I tell, I tell this to Jen all the time. Like, I can't watch movies or shows anymore where nothing gets better. You know what I mean? I need there to be a light at the end of the tunnel. And yes, I need the bad guy to get his. I'm sorry. I need comeuppance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't have just bad shit. You know? <laughs> like, I'm good. Right. Right. But maybe, maybe I don't know. I'll check out the rehearsal. I'll check out. I'll check out. Uh, I, I don't uh, know if I can re- recommend the, the rehearsal to anyone. <laughs> watch Nathan for you. That's that's yeah. Nathan okay. for you is, is quality. Nathan for you. Okay, I'll watch that. I need to watch that um, that Taika that Taika movie too. I heard that's good. Um, the soccer team one. I heard that that's positive, good vibes. Oh, here. yeah, I forgot I about, about that this. one. Fassbender, Taika Waititi, what's it called? He coaches a soccer team in New Zealand. With I think I it's Abra- I think he Taika Waititi. Don't you though? How about that? Know. How about that pirate show that got canceled? Yeah. They didn't yeah, even. The pirate show was great. Oh it my god! Great. It was so good. It had a what? good ending though. It it was good. Like yeah, it was a good send off. I wanted. I still want more. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I still want more. Yeah. Our was it? Our flag is our flag is death. Our flag means death. Means death. Yeah, Next that's goal cool. wins. Next goal wins. There it is. There it is, folks. That is the. Oh, Elizabeth Moss is in it too. Hmm. Well, I like her. Yeah, I like her too. I had to stop watching uh, the show, though. What the hell is the name of that show she's in? Handmaid's oh, no. Tale. Handmaid's oh, Handmaid's Tale, yeah. I, I was I, like, I, you know, the red cloaks and the rape. I had to stop shit. watching it, too. Too much rape? Well, again, it goes like, back to what I was just saying. Like, it, nothing gets like, better. You think it's getting better, and then it's like, no, nothing I'm gets like, better. Okay. There's, that's not. It, maybe least, if I had binged it all, like, like maybe if I had waited till the whole series was out and binged it. That's what like, we did. But, but whenever the last season started, I never tried to watch it. So I'm bad. just like, I'm done. I've had enough of the rape. Right, Thanks. come on. I've had a thing for the past few years, strangely enough, since 2020, where I can't watch anything that's too dystopian anymore. Yeah. Like, I need to be brought out of the darkness when I watch something on TV, which is why I just watch Drag Race all the time now, <laughs> just for the drama. <laughs> I heard a really good theory about how, like, back in the 80s when we were coming up and all of the futuristic things we had like we had back to the future and like you know star trek tng and it showed like these great visions of the future mm-hmm. and what we had to look forward to and now everything about the future is some kind of dystopian um wasteland i think you i think you're onto something there i think and i it, think it definitely yeah. started in the 80s with like mad max and terminator and you know those stories but lately, I mean, when was the last time we saw something cool that was futuristic? Futuristic that was not like a disease, uh, zombies, or, uh, you know, these aliens that are trying to, they're making a third, they made a third one with those aliens, the quiet place, day one or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like, so we want to see what happens on day one. No, thanks. <laughs> I'm good. I'm and Lupita, Lupita Nuango is like, I'm deaf. That's why I live in this movie. Get it? Because she's 
she can't hear anything, so it's like she's not going to make a sound because she can't hear. Actually, wouldn't it be the opposite if you're deaf? You right. can't hear the sounds you're making, so you're knocking over all those cans. Right. You yeah. know? Sorry. Is it too soon to make fun of deaf people? I guess not. It's fine. She's not really deaf, folks. It's not like she, they made a deaf person play the deaf actor. That one it. girl in the first two movies, though, she was, wasn't she? I think she might have been. Yeah. Yeah, that first movie. God, when he tells her he loves her. Oh, man. Oh. Niagara Falls. And that's what we're talking about tonight, kids. And we hope you're safe and snug in your Comic-Cons podcast beds, brought to you exclusively by Comic-Cons podcast headquarters. We hope that all of you... Actually, let me, let me start over. Let me, come on. I can do a little... From all of us here at Comic-Con's Podcast, we hope all of you are... Didn't they do that back in the day? They did. From all of us here at Comic-Con's Podcast, we hope all of you are safe and snug in your beds. And remember, whatever we said on the show, whether it, whether you question your own mortality, morality, or even your own... Uh, sexuality. Sexuality. Just remember, at the end of the day, it's just fiction. Don't take it seriously. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show, girls. Hey, thanks, thanks a lot, us. bud. Oh, so great to be here. Oh, oh what a great cum session. <laughs> and now, now we have a talk as the credits roll, right? Really, thanks for having yeah, was, us. No, seriously, I just it was can't wait time. to come back. Oh, you got to come back. You always have to come back. Okay, we'll be back. Keep coming back. <laughs>